This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. This podcast is sponsored by listeners just like you. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. In the bad old days... The Russian police had a very easy way to make money. They would simply arrest a Jew and tell the community that if they wanted to ever see this Jew again, they had to put up their ransom and pay for his release. And in the town of Mezrich, there was a police chief who had been taking money from the Russian government. And eventually, word got back to St. Petersburg, and they checked the policeman's books, and they noticed that the policeman had stolen over 10,000 rubles. The policeman knew that if he didn't get the money back within 24 hours, he himself would end up in jail. And so he decided to grab some Jews and get some money from the community in order to pay for his freedom. And in Mejibuz at that time, there were two orphans who, until they met one another, didn't have anyone in the world. They were engaged and ready to be married. And the community had gotten together and planned a beautiful wedding. The chuppah was going to take place at night under the stars. But that morning, as the Chatan was on his way to the mikveh, the head of the police and Mejibuz stopped him and arrested him. The policeman told all of the elders standing outside the shul, if you ever want to see this groom again, you better put 10,000 rubles on my desk by tonight. And the policeman was so determined not to be talked out of the ransom that he even hung a sign on his door that said, any Jew who comes to me without 10,000 rubles in his hand will be shot on the spot. The community didn't know what to do. 10,000 rubles was beyond anything they had. But lucky for them, there were three big tzaddikim in the community. They were all students of the Magid Mezrich. There was the Alter Rebbe, Rebbe Schneer Zalman, who at the time was 17 and not yet a Rebbe. Rebbe Levi Yitzchak Berdichev, who was already 27. And Rebbe Mendele Vitebsk, who was a little older, around 31. The three of them got together in the synagogue and they talked. They agreed that they had to get the Chatan out of prison, not only because he was getting married tonight, but because he's an orphan, and there was nobody else who would help him if it wasn't for them. And while the Rebbe's were talking, the community got together and tried to make a calculation that if they sold everything, their horses, their cows, chickens, everything they had, even the candlesticks, the most they would have was 5,000 rubles. And that wasn't enough. So obviously... They're going to need to take money from some wealthy Jew. And there was one wealthy person in Mejibuz at the time whose name was Zev. And he was without a doubt the biggest miser in the world. He would not give one penny ever to anyone. And he also had a sign outside of his house. It said to all beggars, anyone who comes on my property will be shot. And the community believed that he would do it. And to make it worse, the way he became rich was in those days... The only way that you could make money is if you converted. And Zev, he didn't have to think very much before he converted to Christianity. And he was very happy in his money, and he never looked back at the Jewish community. The Alter Rebbe had been thinking this over, and he turns to Reb Levi Yitzhak Berdichev and to Reb Mendelevitebsker, and he says, Listen, we don't have any choice. We're going to have to go to Zev the miser. And the two of them said, You're crazy. There's no way. He might even shoot us. The Alter Rebbe said, Look, Everything is from heaven, and we don't have a choice anyhow. 
So Rabbi Levi Yitzchak says, but what if he shoots? The Alter Rebbe said he's not going to shoot. And you know what? I'm going to see him right now. And he leaves the shul and starts walking in the direction of Zev's house. And the other two, they said, well, if you're going, you better take us with you for protection. So the Alter Rebbe said, you can come with me, but on one condition, I do all the talking. No matter what I say, the two of you only stand there and smile. You don't as much as open your mouths or you'll ruin everything. And even though the Alter Rebbe was younger than the two other tzaddikim, he really was very forceful. And they agreed to his terms. They didn't think he had any chance of succeeding, but they figured maybe somehow his confidence could get the money out of Zev. So the first miracle that happened to them is that Zev the miser was so shocked to see these tzaddikim standing at his gate that he didn't shoot them. And the Alter Rebbe spoke, Shalom Aleichem Zev, please forgive us for coming to you. We wouldn't have the chutzpah to ask you for money if we didn't have a choice. But there's an orphan who's getting married tonight, and he's been arrested by the chief of police. And the only way that he'll release him is if we give 10,000 rubles. So Zev the miser, he mamish had tears in his eyes. He said, this is the most heartbreaking story I've ever heard. Of course I'll help you. And he goes into his house, and he comes back with a green, rusty, old penny. He said he'd been keeping it in his office for many years, just in case there was an emergency. Now, Reb Levi Yitzchak and Reb Mendelevitebsk, they wanted to jump down the miser's throat a penny. What chutzpah? But the Alter Rebbe looked at them, and he reminded them that they'd made a promise. And then the Alter Rebbe took Zev's hand, and he said, thank you so much. You don't know what you've done for this boy. I want to bless you, that Hashem should give you the strength to do more mitzvot in your lifetime, to be able to give more and more and more. The three of them walked away in silence. With Reb Levi Yitzhak and Reb Mendel thinking, okay, this was a total disaster. They'd only gone a little bit before Zev the miser sent his servant out to call them back. They came back and Zev said, please, I want to help more. So at the door, Zev the miser, he reaches deep into his pocket and he pulls out another penny. And he says, here you go. This is for the poor orphan. And again, Reb Levi Yitzchak and Reb Mendel, they were ready to jump down his throat. They were screaming on the inside, what chutzpah, you think we have time for fooling around with your stupid pennies? The clock is ticking. At this rate, it's going to take years to raise 10,000 rubles. But the Alter Rebbe looked at them, and they didn't say a word. And again, the Alter Rebbe, he shook the miser's hand, and he blessed him again. He said, thank you, Hashem, of course, we'll reward you for all you've done for this orphan. To make a long story short... This went on for some time, and each time Zev gave a penny. And the Alter Rebbe wasn't only patient, but every penny that Zev the miser gave him, he treated it as if it was a million rubles. And then came the breakthrough. Because Zev the miser, instead of giving pennies, he started giving rubles. First it was five rubles, then ten rubles, then a hundred rubles, then a thousand rubles. And eventually he gave the whole 10,000 rubles. Now the three rebbies were thanking him again and again. And they ran to the police station and saved the Chatan. Of course, he was happy. But Zev, he had been transformed. His soul had been completely purified. After having nothing to do with the Jewish community for so many years, he raced into his bedroom, put on his best clothes, and came to the wedding where he would be an honored guest. In the meantime, the policeman is sitting there in his office with 10,000 rubles on his desk, and he starts to think to himself, 
Why should I give this money to the government? If I just take off, I can live like a king here in Russia. It's such a big country, I could get lost very easily. But the policeman, he didn't just disappear. As he was thinking about what to do, he started drinking one glass of vodka after another. Until he got completely drunk. And then he hitched up his horse and wagon and started on his way. And when he got to a bridge at the edge of the city, the wedding was already happening in an open field next to the river on the outskirts of town. And everyone in the Jewish community was celebrating with so much joy, not only the marriage of these two orphans, but also that the Chatan was released from prison and that Zev had come back to the community. And the police chief, drunk out of his mind, was in such a hurry to get out of town, he began whipping his horses like crazy. And he crashed into the bridge with such force that he was thrown out of the wagon into the river where he drowned. And at the moment that the wagon hit the bridge, the bag with the 10,000 rubles that had been sitting next to him flew out of the wagon and landed right at the feet of Zev the Miser, who was dancing like crazy at the wedding. Now, ordinarily, Zev would have taken the money, but he was so happy that he offered it to the couple as a wedding present. And later that night, the Alter Rebbe, Reb Levi Yitzhak and Reb Mendel Levitepsker got together in the shul. And the two older Rebbe's, they said to the Alter Rebbe, Shneer Zalman, what happened today? How did you know how to do that? And the Alter Rebbe said, you should know that spiritually, Zev had the strength to only give one penny at a time. But nobody would take it from him. And when I accepted that first penny, it gave him the strength to give another one. And the more he let go, the more he wanted to give, until eventually he became so strong, he was like Avraham Avinu, and he was able to give the full 10,000 rubles. And the deepest Torah is, my friends, that as much as you need strength for physical work, you also need spiritual strength for doing a mitzvah. And every time you do a mitzvah, the ability and the capacity to do more grows and grows. Sometimes a person gets angry at another person for doing so little good, not realizing that that person lacks the strength to do more. So it's up to us to welcome the little deeds that our fellow Jews do as a way of opening up the gates for them, just like Zev the Miser in our story.
Thank you so much for listening, my sweetest friends. And thank you for all the supporters of this podcast. If there's a place to leave feedback wherever you're listening to this podcast, please make sure to leave a review. And also to share it with your friends. The more listeners, the more exposure this podcast gets, and the more the stories spread further out into the world. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to our next story together.